1: if you just pay attention for a little while you you kind of see that, that they're drawing attention more to themselves than they are to him it's more about them and their ministry than it is about Jesus that should be a warning sign it should be a warning sign in in yourself you know i mean if you're if you're wanting to be recognized with, within your circle within the church within the community If you're wanting recognition, then you're not really making it about Jesus.
0: Our own natural desire for personal recognition is often an obstacle to unity in the body of Christ. When we draw attention to ourselves and away from God, we lose opportunities to encourage unity through humility. In today's message, Pastor Robert will show us how the church unites when our eyes are on Jesus. Well, let's join Pastor Robert for today's edition of Main Thing Radio.
1: you to know who we really are, who I really am. You know what I mean? There are those who claim to represent the Lord Jesus, and if you just pay attention for a little while, you'll kind of see that, that they're drawing attention more to themselves than they are to Him. It's more about them and their ministry than it is about Jesus. That should be a warning sign. It should be a warning sign in, in yourself. You know, I mean, if you're if you're wanting to be recognized with, within your circle, within the church, within the community, if you're wanting recognition, well, then you're not really making it about Jesus. You're making it about you. If you see that in yourself, you need to apologize to the one who doesn't share his glory with any man you know, and recognize it within yourself, deal with it. When you see it in somebody else, you need to be cautious. If it's someone with whom you have a depth of relationship, well then you you need to pray for them and and you may, if you can have some specific situation, then maybe you can go to them and and talk to them about it in in private And, and actually do, you know, what Jesus said. That we should do in, in those kind of situations. Romans sixteen, seventeen. The Bible, you know, the Apostle Paul writing says, I urge you, brethren, note those who cause divisions and offenses, contrary to the doctrine which you learned, and avoid them. Now that's a strong statement. He doesn't say that about other types of, of sin. You know, it, it's, it's like, this, it's, this, he's really harsh. The Bible is really direct and strong on the subject of division. You know, it occurred to me one time that, you know, we get really worked up about the subject of homosexuality. And I'm not saying that, that we need to change our position on it. The Bible says what the Bible says. And, and we need to, you know, not, not bow to the culture and not bow to the political pressure and everything else in our, in our world today in, in terms of our, our doctrinal position. But the thing that hit me is, is that, you know, the Bible gives me the freedom to be extremely patient with people who are struggling with almost any kind of, you know, sinful disposition. But division? Not much. The Bible says you give, them, you give them one warning, maybe two, and then you show them the door if they're causing division. There's, there's really no, there's, there's not much mercy in the scripture for people who are causing division within, within the body of believers. He says, I urge you, brothers, note those who cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you learned and avoid them. For those, who are such, do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. In other words, they're they're selfish. They're just focused on their, their own desires, their own appetites. And by smooth words and flattering speech deceive the hearts of the simple. One of the wisest little pieces of counsel I've ever been given as a Christian is when somebody flatters you, pay attention and don't buy it. What does that mean? Well, take note of the person if they're buttering you up. Now, we're not talking about a compliment, okay? A genuine compliment. That, you, you played that beautifully. You, you sang that beautifully. Pastor, that was a good sermon. Or, or something, you know, something specific, a specific compliment. We're talking about, you know, just that disingenuous flattery. You know, you you just, you amaze me. You are such a good teacher. You just, you always amaze me. How do you do what you do? You're just, I can't believe how gifted you are. It's like, man, just shut up. You know you're full of it. You know what I mean? You just know that it's not, it's not genuine. He says, pay attention to that. Smooth words and flattering speech deceive the hearts of the simple, the undiscerning. And he says, for your obedience has become known to all. Therefore, I'm glad on your behalf. But I want you to be wise in what is good and simple concerning evil. Jude 1 verse 16. These are grumblers, complainers, walking according to their own lusts. It's that same idea again. They're they're always complaining about something. They're always whining about something. They're always dissatisfied about something because they're only focused on what they want, their own desires. They mouth great swelling words, flattering people to gain advantage." Same idea again, but you, beloved, remember the words which were spoken before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how they told you that there would be mockers in the last time who would walk according to their own ungodly lusts. These are sensual persons who cause divisions, not having the Spirit. But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Keep yourselves in the love of God. And again, we're talking about that selfless concern for the needs and and, and the well being of the people around you, not focused on, on yourself. Do you ever thought about the fact that anytime you get offended with another person, you're putting yourself ahead of them? Any time you feel like you're being disrespected, well, who are you making everything about in that situation? It's like you, you think you're, you deserve more respect than you got. You're making it about you rather than just letting that roll off your back. Now, listen, I you need to know, that's a sore spot for your pastor. That's, I mean, you know, I, it's like full disclosure here, right? I do not handle disrespect very well. That takes an enormous amount of, of self-control for me. But the Bible says, I'm just making it about me. If I'm being offended because of something somebody's said, I'm, I'm making it about me. If I, if I feel, you know, if I'm offended because you've disrespected me. I'm making it about me. It's, it's not about me laying down my life for you, the love of Jesus for that person. No, no, it's about my rights and what I deserve and my reputation. And, and that's not going to build oneness.
2: It's not even going to build division. you personally. No, it's not. Because it's what, not. You, what it says in that scripture was that you build yourself up in the most holy faith, which is that a lot of times people ask in these last days, how do we fight? What are our spiritual weapons? We know where it's going. You know, we've, many of us are aware of the end times events. It's not going to get any easier. How do we fight? And there's a lot of people talking about spiritual warfare, and there's a lot of truth to all of that. But, but the greatest fight you can do is every time you forgive, you fought, you won an incredible battle. You
1: do damage to the enemy every time you, you forgive. You,
2: it's, the, it's the most powerful thing, and it, I just did it. I just had somebody that I had been sore with way too long in my heart. And, and, and somehow it just came, you know, and, and I'd done my best, I'd done it. But one day it was like, it's like I'd sawed at that chain. I was like, I'm done, I'm over it. What was that? Now, I had done my best in the, as long as that grievance had gone on. But one day I'm like, I'm done. I don't even want to, I don't even want to remember it. I don't, I do And the the weight that came off me was so huge. It it was just so like I was the prisoner to that. The other person didn't know. I mean, at least I could not put it on them, but I was the prisoner. It doesn't matter how much I fast and pray if something like that has a hold on me. I'm not free. The day I forgave this particular person, I felt like I, I felt like I'd run a marathon. Like, yay, it happened. It could be done. It can't be done i yeah. yeah.
0: for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth and Calvary Chapel Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's Main Thing Radio Com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.